Hey y'all, welcome to Talking While Driving, a weekly podcast about the random things that go through my head while I drive around town. It's a look into the fascinating mind that I call home and all of its random and tangent-filled goodness. I am your host, Michelle Spivey. Thanks so much for joining me. It's my hope that this episode brings some kind of good into your day. And yes, I do record while I drive. So let's get into it, shall we? You know what I was thinking about? Women who don't like to take out trash because I find that to be interesting, uh, to be honest. Um, because I am not that that woman, I don't mind taking the trash out. Like it, like to me, it's just trash. Like I don't feel like like it's not a big deal for me. And especially, like, in relationships, like, if I just so happen to be, like, living with someone, I'm like, and I see that the trash needs to be taken out, I'm just gonna take it out. I'm not gonna be like, hey, babe, can you take the trash out? Like, maybe, like, I'll do that maybe if I'm, like, busy and the trash really does need to be taken out and I can't do it at the moment. But, like, as far as, like, the man being the only one who can take the trash out or, like, who I would prefer to take the trash out, I really don't care. Um, and that also goes for, like, pumping my gas. Um, like, I mean, if you want to pump my gas, that's great. Like, thanks. But I've been pumping my gas for years, so I'm all set with that. Like, <laughs> I'm not necessarily going to, like, require you to pump my gas. Now, if you want to, I'm not going to stop you. But as far as, like it being something that I would want my man to do, I don't really care. Like, again, it's not that serious. Um, The one thing that I would expect that I really would appreciate is just opening my door. Like, if you, you know, just hold the door. I do appreciate that. But taking the trash out and, like, pumping gas, um, I don't really care. It's, you know... It is what it is. So I do a lot of driving through Needham and Newton. And the houses are incredible. Like, they're huge. They're beautiful million-dollar homes. Um, Like, one day I was driving Lyft, and I drove past this house that was so big, I literally said out loud to myself, is that house for one person, like one family? It was huge. Like it was almost a compound. And I was like, where, like, am I still in need of like, this is crazy. So (laughs) I'm driving and I just keep seeing like new houses being built. And I'm like, who are these people that are building these houses? Like, you're just like, I'm just my th- my thing is I'm curious about the thought process behind like okay we're just gonna put like we're gonna decide to put a house here like is that a family that decides that they want their house to be in that specific location or is it like an architect who is like I this lot looks you know is great for would be great for a house and they just, you know, draw up plans and like make a house and then someone builds it. Like, I don't, I'm so confused. Like, I, 
would love to know the process because most people just buy houses that are already standing and have been standing for uh, years and decades. Um, but I keep seeing these brand new, like million dollar homes going up in Newton and Needham. And I'm like, so where, like, okay, who is moving into these homes and who is like, who decided that this is what they wanted? Like they just, they wanted this, this house right here. Um, and then also I see a lot of, there's this one, um, like condo that I have driven by several times and it's in the smallest lot of land, but they managed to put five condos in this one. It's probably, it has to be at least like one acre of land that they've put five condos and I'm sure they're going to sell them for upwards of like $800,000 a piece, if not like a million dollars a piece, just because of where it is. But I'm also just like, my goodness, that doesn't seem fair. Like, what? Like any street, any piece of land that <laughs> a developer can get their hands on, they will build a house, a building, something some kind of property will be built on it. I have often said that if they could put a house or an apartment on a four by four block of concrete on a sidewalk, they would. They just need like permits and (laughs) the general public to agree that it's not inhumane to put people in a tiny spot like that. Um, and, and charge $2,500 a month for rent. <laughs> like, I swear, the the housing situation in the city of Boston is crazy. Like, people, the buildings, the luxury apartment buildings that are going up, the homes that are going up, it's just crazy. And also, like, when it comes to the luxury apartment buildings... Who can afford them? Like, I, I, I need someone to make it make sense because it does not make sense to me that these buildings are going up and the rents are like $2,500 plus. If you're lucky, you're getting a, a nice apartment for $2,500. More than likely, you're paying like over $3,000 a month. And you're I mean like the apartment buildings are full like I people are living there and I have so many questions I always want to just like walk in and be like um okay so what are you like I have a few questions please bear with me I'm just doing some general research just because I'm curious like what do you do like how can you afford this because I'm not saying that no one in the world can afford it. I'm just trying to figure out how is anybody affording it? Like, I'm just so curious. Let's talk about how Wegmans is my new Whole Foods. Um, So I don't 
I was introduced to Wegmans, like, I'll say in like 2015. Um, this lady who was working in the office that I was uh, working at um, would always say that she was, you know, at Wegmans or like buying this or that from Wegmans. And I was like, what the heck is Wegmans? Like, I had never heard of it because all I knew was like stop and shop and that's it. Um, (laughs) But it wasn't until actually maybe like last year that I even really like set foot in a Wegmans. And I was like, oh, this is nice. Like, this is a nice uh, grocery store. Um, For those of you who no, I think there's a I think there are, there are Wegmans uh, around the country anyway. Um, um, but yes, it is my new Whole Foods. And I think it might actually be a tiny bit cheaper than, than Whole Foods. Um, they have a pretty decent uh, hot food bar. Um, the pizza is decent. And um, I really enjoy their subs as well. Um and they also have really good like desserts. Like I'm a, a sweets person. I have like a pretty a pretty serious sweet tooth. So I will usually go there and get like a sub and they have these really good chocolate chip cookies that I really really like. Um and then it's also just kind of it the the two that I have been to um one was in there's one in uh, in like Westwood and then there's another one that I went to in Burlington and they're very big stores like and I love a, a store that you can just like wander around like I love a, a like anything that I can just like spend hours in uh, <laughs> I mean just like wander around a place and just like find all the nooks and crannies of of something um so I really appreciate that about Wegmans um but I don't know I I really just enjoy it as a grocery store I like the vibe of Wegmans (laughs) it's straight um it doesn't feel as pretentious as Whole Foods and I really appreciate that about it um but yeah it's good if there's one near you um take a trip Um, I wish I could give you like a coupon code, (laughs) like influencers do. And I wish I could be like, tell them Michelle sent you. But if you do that, they'll be like, what, who, who is that? (laughs) Um, anyway, Wegmans is dope. And, um, yeah, take a trip. I find that when I'm driving and doing a lot of heavy thinking, I tend to get what I call driving blackouts. Like, I'll be so focused on what I'm thinking about that I just kind of, uh, like, I just, my brain just kind of, like, blacks out and I, like, don't see the road anymore. (laughs) Like, my brain, like, will take it, my eyes take in enough information for my brain to process that I'm driving and you know that I need to like stay alert like just enough (laughs) that I don't like you know hit anybody or in make sure that I like stop at all the stop signs and you know like signal lights but 
as far as me like actually being aware of my surroundings that stops happening (laughs) which is really interesting and it really is actually more um a testament to just kind of how amazing the brain is and um just like how it will allow you to um do several things at once like heavy thinking and driving um yeah the brain it's awesome one day I was on my way home and I um it just felt like it was like taking me forever to get to my house and I was only going what felt like a short distance but it just took so long and I was like why is it taking me so long? And then I realized that the number of stoplights that I kept, like the number of stoplights that I encountered just on that short drive was way too many. (laughs) It was just way too many. And it made me think, how many stoplights do we encounter every single day? Like just on our commutes, Um, just going back and forth, like how many stoplights do we encounter? And then (laughs) another day I was like, wait, stoplights control the flow of traffic with three colors. That is it. That is all that they do. They control the flow of traffic with three colors, red, yellow, green. And I was like, the fact that uh, we've been, um, like, we've, like, learned this just, like, from three colors, like, that's all it takes to get you to stop moving your car, I think that's kind of dope, like, it's such a, it is, um, a simple but powerful invention, like, a, a simple but powerful machine, and I think that, that is pretty awesome. Um, now the fact that there are a million of them in the city (laughs) and sometimes it could take you like 15 minutes to go three miles is kind of annoying, but just the fact like the, the job that a stoplight does, um, it is a small and mighty machine and I think it's pretty dope. Y'all, having money but not being able to access it is the worst. Like, you see the money sitting in the account, now you're just plotting, like, okay, how can I move this money from one account to the other? Like, you start thinking about, like, okay, maybe I can, like, can I move it from, like, can I put it on this card? Like, how can I get it out of this account like do I have to like what do I have to do to get this money in my hands (laughs) um (laughs) like you start just like thinking about random things in the in the name of like trying to be creative and like trying to find a workaround because it's like I have the money I I see it in the account but I just cannot access it. 
And it's super frustrating because you're like, I need to buy things. I'm like, why? (laughs) Why can't it be easier? Like, just please, please help. (laughs) Send help (laughs) is how you feel. It just like becomes incredibly frustrating because you just like see the money sitting there but you're like so close but so far away and it is it's first world problems but like man does it suck so when I watch TV I don't really watch a whole lot of it Uh, I usually watch cartoons but um, on the off chance that I do watch like a live action TV show, um, I always, for some reason, have I've started taking note of like the actors and when they uh, like drink something uh, on TV, like on screen. And I find it hilarious because I've realized <laughs> that they're just all drinking from empty cups and like... <laughs> I understand why they have to, but it's just funny to watch the actors, like, simulate drinking (laughs) uh, when they're just, like, drinking from empty cups. And also, it's kind of funny when they, like, simulate, like, making stuff. Like, sometimes they will actually pour liquid into the cups, like, coffee or, like, hot water for tea or something like that. But, like... It's just, I don't know why, I just find it kind of funny that (laughs) they're just mostly drinking from empty cups. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So I'm currently doing a school run. It is cloudy outside, kind of like, it's been like just really cloudy all day long. And I've been sitting here for, I don't know, maybe like 15 minutes or so. And I realized that it's getting foggy. Like the fog is like literally descending. And I'm also currently watching a YouTube video. And like every time I look up, it just gets like I can tell that it's gotten like more and more foggy. And it's kind of (laughs) creepy like to watch the fog like descend like to and to also notice and know that that's what's happening like that this this part of you know the street that I'm on is just kind of being like slowly covered with a cloud is (laughs) it's like equal parts fascinating uh and creepy but um it's also really cool to watch like Um, I don't, cause I, I'm also sitting here watching, like, wondering, like, how foggy is it gonna get? Like, is the visibility gonna go to, like, a quarter mile or, like, less than that? Like, how foggy and creepy is it gonna get? And also, how much, like, how far does it extend? Is it, like, like, what's the radius of the fog? Is it, like, the entire city? The, like, this is it just this little like I don't know two block radius is it like you know like two miles like how much of the fog is uh is it you know 
are we gonna get covered with and in just the last like minute like two minutes that i've been recording this it's gotten foggier like i'm watching like it just kind of turn like the i'm just watching it like turn whiter and whiter in the distance and um i would say that this is something that i've never really witnessed like i've seen some things but definitely not the fog kind of like descending and just kind of watching the visibility decrease with each passing minute like it's really interesting and it's like again where does it end <laughs> like when is it going to stop and also just thinking about the fact that you're really just sitting inside a cloud like that's all clouds are just water vapor and you're just a part of that but it's on the ground uh yeah so <laughs> Yeah, if anyone has ever noticed it or just kind of like noticed the fog descending, um, let me know because I don't know. Obviously, I'm really fascinated by it and I'd like to know if anyone else is. So I'm getting on the elevator at work today and I hit the button to call for the elevator and I thought to myself... When you call for an elevator and there are more than one car, how do you know, like, how does it know which one is going to go first? Like, what, is there an algorithm? Is, like, like, is there a program of some sort somewhere that says, okay, this car goes first? Especially if both cars are stopped and they're kind of just like sitting at a floor and you know like they're not occupied or anything i'm wondering like so who goes first like i would it's probably just like an algorithm or like a program or something like that but it's more fun for my brain <laughs> to think that um to just think uh that it happens in a way different way so, like, I like to think that if there's two cars, they um, rock, paper, scissors it <laughs> for, you know, for when the elevator is in need. Like, I think that's, that's funny. Um, and, of course, in my head, both of the cars are dudes because dudes come fast. Boosh. And, um, <laughs> oh God, that was a great joke in my head when I like thought of this. Um, I am genuinely curious about the elevators. However, I came to that joke and I was like, I'm hilarious. And like, <laughs> I'm hilarious, but also incredibly corny. And I'm not mad at either one of those things. <laughs> but still, um, elevators, like, and then also if there's like a hundred of them, like if there's an elevator bank that 
has like six elevators, like six elevator cars. Like who goes first? You know, like, is it just random? Is it like the last person to the last one to stop is the next one to go first? Or, you know, like, I don't know. I'm just curious. Anybody like does it? Does anybody have any thoughts? Because if you do, please let me know, because I always have questions that like never get answered. And this is one of them at the moment. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. If you liked today's episode, please rate and review it. If you'd like to support the show, you can leave a donation on the podcast website, anchor.fm slash talking while driving, or you can become a patron at patreon.com slash talking while driving. You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram at the handle at talking while driving. Thanks again for listening, guys. Make sure to come back next week for another episode of talking while driving.